This that lunchroom chatter podcast, you know? Well, you sit up and think about fucking your girl's best friend, but you can't because your girl's a fighter and she'll fuck you up. This that lunchroom chatter podcast where you lay up and think about being a porn star, but you can't because you come too quick, so you got to eat the pussy for 95 minutes. Mmm, that kind of shit. This that lunchroom chatter podcast where you in bed at night thinking about beating your meat, but you can't because you live with your mama. And she busts in the room and says, bitch, get the fuck up. Mama, why you ain't knock on the door first? This that kind of shit. Where you can be yourself, where you can relax, where you could put yourself into the mind of another nigga. So stay tuned. Let's get this shit popping. Lunchroom Chatter Podcast, baby. Yeah, yeah. What's up, man? Y'all know what it is, man. It's your man, John A. Schultz from the Lunchroom Chatter Podcast. Now, this week, now, a lot of you guys be asking, when you gonna have a guest on? When you gonna have a guest on for the whole episode? This is that episode, motherfucker. Like, we talking about, now, last week, it went viral. A woman twerking, I believe, in Dallas, Texas. She was twerking. She was on the seat, on the sofa, throwing that ass back. She was throwing that ass in a full circle. She was throwing it. So, you know, like, I gotta get a woman on the podcast. I gotta get a mature woman on. We gonna dive. We gonna, woo! We gonna deep dive. We gonna discuss that shit 100%, man. Also, I posted, um, was it this week? I, I got my days so fucking mixed up, but I posted on Instagram about should a man in today's climate be taxed or have the task to, to plan the whole fucking first date? So, we gonna dive into a lot of the shit this week, man. Like I said, this is the first episode where I'm going to have a guest on the entire episode from front to back. It's, it's, it's going to be popping, man. It's going to be popping. We're going to deep dive. We're going to also discuss Ashanti versus Keisha Cole, man. Now, on paper, like when I first heard the verses, I'm like, oh, you know, Ashanti going to wash Keisha Cole. But then I started thinking, nah, Keisha Cole got some jams, but it's going to be tough when you factor in Ashanti's records with Ja Rule. She could play the Jennifer Lopez song that she wrote. Like, Ashanti got some banger bangers. Now, I believe that Keisha Cole has better album cuts, but we also, we're we going to discuss that shit this week, man. We're going to do a full rundown of the hits from Ashanti and Keisha Cole in the order of which they came out. Now, I did this in the past with Queen E on an episode where we ran down, I believe it was Chris Brown and who... It was some I forgot who who then who the fuck did we run down? It was Chris Brown and somebody when we ran down they hit side by side in the order of which they came out. Oh no, it was Chris Brown and Usher. And Usher washed Chris Brown the fuck up. But I believe this battle will be much closer. But again, it's tough because album cuts don't really matter in the verses because the verses is known for the hits. But like I said, man, I hope you guys comfortable right now. I got a nice little show lined up. We're going to deep dive. We're going to go back and forth on a lot of different shit, man. And also, in the link to the description of this podcast, you can click the link that says become a supporter and you can become a monthly supporter of this podcast. Now, like it don't take much to support. So let's clap it up to everybody out there who support, man. It don't take much at all. You can support for as low as 99 cents. There's an option for $4.99. And a couple of y'all signed up to support for $9.99 a month, which is massive, which means a lot. That's $10, man. That's still cheaper than Netflix. But those who even sign up support for $1, 
Like, y'all don't understand how much that means, man. It's not about the money. It's about the support. I do this by myself. I buy my equipment. Everything is done 100% by me. I mix. I master so the quality can sound great. I edit. All this shit is done by your boy himself, man. But let's dive into the shit, man. This episode, what's this, 54? We season two. We live in full effect, baby. We are live, man. You guys sit back and enjoy this, enjoy this convo, man. And if you don't agree with what I say, of course you guys can send me a DM as you guys always do at Lunchroom Chatterpod on Instagram. I love you guys, man. Sit back and watch us deep dive into these fucking topics. Yep. <laughs> love you guys, bitch. Hello. What up, what up? Hold up. We're going to clap it up for you real quick. <laughs> now, look, first of all, like. You said what? I said, <laughs> I don't know what you said, but I'm going to say, what's up? <laughs> but, <laughs> but look, hold up. First of all, like, how do you pronounce your name? Is it Dijon, like the mustard, or is it du- like the wine? Because I'll be conf- My name is Isabella. Isabella. <laughs> I'm just kidding. My name is Dewan. Okay, so Dewan. Dewan. All right, like so. your name is John, and the Spanish version is Juan. They just put a D in front of it. Dewan. Oh, all right. So it's kind of similar. So look, before I even get to the shits, like I want to ask you, you know, like you, you know, you said you went to LSU. You've been a criminal defense attorney for three years. So like, mm-hmm. I just want to know, like, have you ever had to defend somebody like who you know? Like did the fucking crime. So like like how does that even work? Because like I've always wondered about that. When like lawyers have uh-huh. to defend somebody like who you know, like this motherfucker is mm-hmm. like the scum of the earth. He yeah. did the crime. Like so, what like, do you do? One of my favorite clients when I <laughs> from a public defender's office. I worked at Orleans Public Defender's Office, uh, right out of law school. And in the beginning I worked misdemeanor cases. So misdemeanor cases you can get up to six months usually for this woman. <laughs> Nigga had like <laughs> six domestic abuse battery related charges for like that on top of like felony home invasion charge. Like he had another lawyer for that. And so like I say, say, bro, like you really did this? Like you really like keep this later? Like, you that? asked him that? Like straight like, up you asked him yeah, that? Yeah, nigga, I gotta be real with him because like I'm not about <laughs> to that's the only way they can like talk to you. Like, yeah. I mean, that they gonna be real with me. Was he black? Was he black people. though? Was he black? Yeah, he was black. He was black, unfortunately, sadly, and you know, but I had to still be in the nine. I mean, I couldn't judge him. I mean, I, I had to defend him, right? But defending him was more so. Oh lord, it's complicated. It's not black and white. You just know that. So he was very kind to me, and. And I'm often abused sometimes uh, emotionally by some of my male clients who do beat the hell out of women and kill people and stuff. So, you know, that's crazy. All right. So I guess like, like if you had to like pick something, like what is like the best part of like your job? Somebody going home, like me saving somebody from either. Uh, not going to prison. So, like, I mean, I've had uh, clients who were facing 20 in their life. Not the fact that their crime was w- worth that much time. For what? W- was it murder? Was it murder? Or, like, was it, like, something no, no, lesser? No, 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 So, like, it was another, like, a domestic uh, charge. However, 
the man who I was representing had a prior manslaughter charge oh, and a okay. prior like drug. And mm-hmm. so, you know, like the three strikes are out sort of thing. And so you're facing 20 to life, even if the charge carries like two Damn. years. So sometimes when you're able to get cases dismissed and like a person is escaping like prison time and not being a slave again, that's like, it makes me happy. So, yeah. But I mean, like you being a black woman, like you being a black woman Mm -hmm. in that field and like taking the time, you know, to actually, well, it's kind of like giving back to your community in the way I kind of look at it. Mm -hmm. So like, I really appreciate you for doing that, but I don't mean to segue, but we got to get into the ratchet shit. Hold on. We got to get (laughs) 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 Don't be over there twerking too much, but look, but look, I just want to know, like, why is it so hard for women to say, I appreciate you to a man? Like, is it so hard? Because, like, I'm... I I tell my black men I appreciate them and I love them all the time because the world is brutal to them, Mm. so... Do you mean it? Do you mean it, though? Or, like, you just say it just to say it? Absolutely. I don't, you know, I don't got time to blow smoke over nobody ass for what? (laughs) You know, and so... I represent some raw-ass people, dog, <laughs> and I still speak life into these niggas. Like, I still, in spite of the bullshit, I gotta be like, you know, you can, <laughs> I gotta, <laughs> I gotta still be positive, but I mean it, though. If I don't give a fuck about you, you gonna know it. Like, my energy is gonna mm-hmm. show you that. I mean, but like I said, like 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 now in like today's world with social media, like I'd be tired of hearing like women say, "Oh, you know, I'm not gonna say thank you because as a man, he's supposed to do that." And like I'd be looking back, like like nobody is really supposed to do anything. Like like if a man comes home after a long day at work and the woman cooks, like I don't see it as mm-hmm. she is supposed to do it. Like I just see it as you know she cares about him and she took time out mm-hmm. of her day to actually do something that she thought would make mm-hmm. him happy. So of course I'm gonna say thank mm-hmm. you. Like, that's the way it should mm-hmm. be in my mind. Like, how do you feel about that? Um, I believe that people have not dealt with their own insecurities and their own expectations of their self, mm-hmm. of themselves, because if they, like, for example, you said somebody coming in at the long day at work and there's this assumption that somebody's supposed to do that. Unless that, unless that has been communicated, uh, <laughs> I mean, but I, I feel like can... even if it has, like, I mean, like, if she cooks, like, the man should still say thank you. I appreciate you for Absolutely. doing that. Like, it's like not a, a requirement. Did a, a, a service. Yeah. yeah, that was a that was a uh, that was a kind act, and I feel like he should say thank you. Period. Mm-hmm. I always give thanks, so it could be the little things. If you pass me something, thank you, because you didn't have to do it. I could have did it myself. So I, I'm used to doing stuff myself. So. Somebody can do the smallest thing, and I'm gonna say thank you, David. Like I appreciate <laughs> you. Like you just took a burden off of me that I'm so used to carrying myself. So if you do something exceptional, that I'm again, that's the exception to my rule. Mm-hmm. My rule is I do it myself. Exactly. So you're you're doing something for me that I'm used to doing my fucking self. Thank you, my nigga. <laughs> Because like I said, it was over 10 years ago. Um, I was in a relationship and I mean, like I was dumb. Like I paid the bills. I paid her cell phone bill. I paid everything. I was like 19 or 20. I was young and like she never said thank you. And she was like, you a man, you supposed to do this. And like that's oh, and like when she said that, like that kind of signaled like the that's end of the relationship. Like after that, within about that's two to three that. months, it was over because I was like, oh, she don't appreciate that. shit. What the hell she did? Nothing. Like, did she not have a job? No, no, no. Like we was in college. She worked. She went to school. Okay. But I, paid, I went to college too. I mean, and but, I worked and I paid my own rent. 
I mean, but but you know, but you know how it is. Like every woman is not independent. I don't. No, like like every, see you? like see like you seem like an independent woman, like a woman which like if you have a man or if you don't, you're gonna get out there and mm-hmm. you're gonna hustle, you're gonna make your money because regardless. exactly. But every woman don't think like that, especially not now in 2020 to where. So many, like you see celebrity women where like they sit back and, and just like their mindset is, you know what? I'm not going to work. I'm going to find me a man that got the money and that's how I'm going to live. Mm-hmm. To where the guy goes mm-hmm. out and he does everything and then she's just sitting home Handy reaping the benefits. Exactly. Exactly. He dies. He fucking leave you for two other women. He's fucking out. What you going to do? You going you gonna to be asked to fuck out. That's it. So, I mean... But wait, so my question for you is, did this woman, was she used to her parents, perhaps? Yes, she, uh, she was. her everything? She was, oh, 100%. See, that's the difference. 100%. Like, you, her father, her, her father paid yeah. for everything. Her father, like, every time she wanted yeah, money, hey, daddy, can I get $1,000? She'd get it in, like, two seconds. So, like, she was just used to her Damn, father doing everything. Yeah, I could ask my daddy for $20. That nigga's so tight. <laughs> Shit. I mean, she used to text. She used to text her daddy. You know, daddy, can I get four hundred dollars for the weekend? And before, you know, what? B- before like the the text is even sent, you hear a thing that like the money come through. I'm like, she got it easy. So it was tough on me because it was like, it was like I was competing with her, like with like her father in a way. I was like yeah. her second daddy. That's her god. Her father was her was her god, and you wasn't meeting her godly expectations. So yeah, you was gonna follow her every time, baby. So when it's like now, like, do you think men matter in a relationship, like outside of paying the bills and just like buying shit? Yeah. So like, do you want to hear my opinion on it? Of course. Yeah. So your question is, how is a man useful to a woman who knows how to take care of themselves? Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. That's, yeah. That's your question. That's a good so way to flip it. I think that um, life for me. I'm a, as a as a woman who go out and battle the criminal justice system, right? Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot of stressors that I deal with, and it's like psychological impact that I have to not want to get a metal bat and beat the piss out of some of these prosecutors and judges, right? And so that's stressful for me. However, it's like when I come home, I can use somebody to help me mm. um, decompress, right? To talk about something else that's not related to work. Are you preaching? Um, that you know what I mean? Like that, that's that's not dealing with the world, but that's dealing with our world per mm-hmm. se. And that's fun, and that has good energy and good vibes that the world doesn't give because it beats you up. And to have somebody else to assist you in that area, you know, a partner to kind of help you, like to help you balance yourself out. Mm-hmm. Um, that's invaluable. Somebody to come home and cook for you. Like you can't pay for like you can pay for that, but that's different because somebody's putting in their time and effort to do that. Mm. Right. And that's a, and I don't know, like that's beautiful. So somebody that help you with your the burdens that the world gives you, not the ones that you bring. Like they shouldn't be dealing with your trauma. Like they can if you have like triggers, but yeah. it shouldn't be dealing with that's what I'm saying. See, like everything you just said, if like at least 90% of women had that mature, you know, adult mindset, then the world I feel mm-hmm. like would be in such a better place. But speaking of a better place, now we know the story that mm-hmm. went viral last week, you know, where the woman, I think it was in Dallas, Texas, where, you know, they were twerking at the restaurant and the shit got crazy. And a lot of people, you know, happily, you know, thank God came to his defense. But a lot of women, mm-hmm. they didn't really respect the way. I guess in which he told the woman to not twerk. 
So like 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 mm-hmm. what like what are your thoughts on that? Because the video that went viral was the video mm-hmm. was like the third time he spoke to the woman and and told them not to twerk. Mm-hmm. So like, how well, do you um, how do you feel about that to situation? To be honest, I didn't uh, I didn't see the the video. I think I seen like a parts of it. Mm-hmm. But if you're in somebody's um, place of business, right, they mm-hmm. have the right to refuse, you know, customers for whatever reason, right? And if you are doing something that kind of goes against their ethics, you know, or their rules. And they have respectfully asked you three times. I think it's only right for them to go. Uh, I mean, that's just off GP, you know. Like, I mean, because I seen the video, because I seen the video, and I'm just like, you know, like it looked like it was packed, and like they in one well, video. Well, let me, I'm sorry. Let me interrupt you. It depends on what type of place it is. If it's customary, that's the word I'm looking for. If it's customary for you to, you know, do something nah, like they get on the it, table. It wasn't. You know, it wasn't that place. It wasn't that kind of place. Oh well, nah, man. Nah. You know, you ain't supposed to be doing no shit like that. I mean, because like, like, come on, bro. Because like in the first video I seen, it was one woman like she stood on top of the sofa, she was holding the glass mirror, and she was twerking. So the owner went over mm-hmm. there. He told the look, ma'am, can you please get down? Then he walked away, mm-hmm. and then he came back again when like. It was like a table of women. They was throwing their ass back in the circle, holding the chairs. And I'm like, bruh, it's people behind y'all eating their food. She did just what it, she intended to do. She wanted to go viral. Look at her. We're talking about it. She did just what she wanted to do. She wanted people to, well, you know, what's up? <laughs> so I guess, like, hold on, <laughs> It's something I want to ask you. So look, like, what exactly uh-huh. do women get, like, from twerking? Of course, look, like, I'm trying to be as open as possible because, you know, you're a woman. So I, I'm sure, you know, sometimes you may be with your girls and you may decide, you know what? Yeah. Like, I want to twerk. I want to yeah. throw my ass back. So, like, what do women throw get from twerking? <laughs> <laughs> what do women I'm get sorry. from twerking? Let me know. Because like, I don't twerk. I'm a man. I don't twerk, so... <laughs> I'm happy to know that. I'm so happy to know that. But um, like me and my friends, like back in like law school, oh my god, like in bad rules, like you know that's what boozy from. So yeah, be just, no, it's just more of just having fun. It's dancing, it's energy, you're releasing um, a form of energy. It's worship, right? It's mm-hmm. uh, it's all sorts of things. It's spiritual, and so especially particular uh, over here in New Orleans, like that's just a part of our culture, and it, it feels good, like. Growing up, I didn't know how to dance, and then some kind of way, sometimes I have a little little rhythm, a little one two, you know what I'm saying? But mm-hmm. it just feels good. Um, and it's, you're celebrating. It's it's, sometimes you're just you're celebrating life. You're celebrating the ability to just have fun. And yeah. Sometimes everybody don't agree with the way you have fun, and that's okay. You know, mm-hmm. that's why you remove yourself. Go somewhere else where you can have your fun. But I mean, like, what exactly do women get from twerking in like a a restaurant? Cause like that was what the whole uh, thing was about. Like, uh, uh, I guess a sense of empowerment, a sense of like I can do this just because I can. Yeah. Like, just because. Period. Don't. I mean, niggas do shit every day, and you'd be like, "Why the fuck was like the nigga who licked the ice cream? Why the fuck did you do <laughs> something like that, my nigga? Like, I mean, what me- did you gain from licking that fucking ice cream and putting that shit back? I, I mean, rather you- a bitch. I'm sorry. Excuse me. I rather a woman work on a table. You know, yeah. harmless, literally harmless. Who I mean, it's har- I mean, I mean, it's harmless. But I'm just saying, if it, like if I'm out and I'm eating, and like my and like my plate of eggs is behind you, and you throwing your ass back <laughs> in front of my in front of my bacon, like come on, like like every Ooh, like no, I'm saying because like like, like no, because look, look, everybody does not smell good. Like you know, sometimes you like. <laughs> 
<laughs> no, you twerk. <laughs> your ass may stink if your if your ass stink. Uh, you're right. Like, come oh, on. Yeah, like she, she might got stink ass air. Like, don't twerk over my food. Man. Man, you gotta you gotta drag that whole off the restaurant. At that point, <laughs> oh man, I hope. Oh my god, I gotta watch my mouth. Just kind of bleep it out. Nah, curse, curse, nah. This hell nah. <laughs> Oh, shit. Ah, you from That's New Orleans? Funny. We go, we gonna take it to New Orleans, man. That's Hell no. Nah. Funny, take it to the streets. We can play some Reaper Casanova. Hold on, now, now, go like, ahead, now, like, now, because like last week, like after, like I said what I said on Instagram, like I had multiple women tell me that you know it's the restaurant's fault for playing twerk music. Like, is it like can you really blame the establishment for playing twerk music? Mm-mm. That's what they want to hear. Megan Estelia says it in her song. She do what she do because that's what people want to see. That's what people want to hear. So you go into a restaurant and trying to meet the needs of their customers. You have a targeted audience, right? Mm-hmm. And so if if the demographic is young uh, black people between a certain age, it is. Who it was to hip hop music. Mm-hmm. Then what the fuck? I'm not about to play no uh, Billie Holiday, uh, fucking uh, Miley Cyrus. <laughs> I can't even think of no kiss. You're not going to play yeah. that. Like, who the, they're not going to sing in I mean, like, I agree because, like, cause, like you know? the owner's black. Like, you know, like, if people show up and, like, you playing Taylor Swift, they're going to be looking at you like, what the fuck? Like, they don't right. want to hear Taylor and, Swift. Like, they might have that two or three black women. Like, be like, oh, yeah, that's my song. And they're like, <laughs> I'm like, oh, my bad. Let me uh, go back to my little corner. <laughs> all right, so look, like, 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 if you go out later, right, and, like, you at a, like, say, say you at Red Lobster and, like, it's woman next to you and, like, they start twerking over your plate, what would you do? They start. Th- you said what? I'm just playing. What you said? Hold on. What you said? I said pizza. <laughs> I said pizza pizza. Hey, listen, that probably is, that probably is what you would do. <laughs> like no, it should never even get to that point. But help me, Lord, because I'm gonna be calling on the father because he don't have to stop me. That's all I'm gonna say. Hold up anyway, now. I'm sorry. Let me be kind. Nah, nah, nah. Hell nah. Be blunt. But look, like, I, I, like, I want to take it back a quick second to you as a lawyer. Now, mm-hmm. Lil, Lil Boozy, he came out a couple days ago and said he's suing Mark Zuckerberg for $20 million <laughs> for taking away his Instagram. I got to look that up. Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm about to play it right now. Hold on. Business ventures go down. So I'm suing now. I'm filing a lawsuit against him now. What do you mean? What, what, what did... What did what did he do to, to make your business ventures go down? Uh, he stopped me off Instagram. He didn't put me back on it. Okay. And that's affecting my, uh, my business. Okay. And uh, I got over 200,000 people uh, writing statements who have done way worse things than I put on my Instagram. Hold on, but look, do you think Lil Bougie got a case? You <laughs> If what is he suing? You say what is? Was there something matter of the lawsuit? He said he's suing Mark Zuckerberg for making him lose a lot of business opportunities because his Instagram account got deleted. So he's suing him for twenty million dollars. Now, Lil Boozy, like you remember during the summer, he was going crazy on Instagram. He was posting women. Mm-hmm. They, they, they was oh, posting. Oh. The, they was posting their naked titties. They they post. They was posting everything. That's a big old ass right there. I mean, nah, nah. Don't get me wrong. Like, like during the summer when like quarantine was like was like at its peak, like it was funny. Yeah. Like, like, like every single day. It was like too much. 
place. I mean, it was. I felt like you know he was he was going overboard. I mean, at one time he posted like a woman's vagina straight up, naked, everything. Oh my god! So like, like I that just, could be a lawsuit in itself. But anyway. But do you think he got a shot? Oh, by the way, this is like uh, I have to give a disclaimer, some type of disclaimer. Like this ain't no legal advice or nothing like that. This is <laughs> my opinion. <laughs> it's like it's not even. You gotta go fact check the shit. I might got, I might gotta go. I might gotta go back and throw that disclaimer in there. I might gotta go back and put a disclaimer. Yeah, like, uh, yeah, this just is my mind, the mind of the wise. That's it. I am not in lawyer. Now you clocked out. You clocked out right now. You like, yeah, you're not on the job. You're not on the job. You clocked out. Hell no. This is my first amendment rights right here that I'm exercising. But yeah, Boosie. Now I would like to think that if he could show he was the like he. Instagram was his platform, but I no 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 no. He had, I feel like it has to be some type of contractual agreement for you to make that uh, sort of allegation. Like, I mean, I mean, but I mean, but, but in the full interview, like he said, like it's like a form of like discrimination against him because like so many others come out and did worse than what he did. Yes, it could be that. It could be like, uh, I, and I can't think of the proper terminology for it. Mm-hmm. But yes, if you can show that there is some type of discrimination among for his use of it, because there are people who you heard using it. To get paid, uh, you know, you're right, you're right. Do all type of all type of stuff. So yeah, and if you're just singling him out, yeah, he probably got you know he probably got a base, uh, uh, a case that he could bring forward in the court and may consider it. But I mean, but it's gonna be a long case. That like, that's like, interesting. I mean, but Mark Zuckerberg, like you, like we know he's rich. He's a billionaire. It's Mark gonna be Zuckerberg. it's gonna be a tough case. <laughs> it's gonna be a tough case against a billionaire. It's gonna be tough. I mean, it's a case nonetheless. Everybody deserves a day in court. Mm-hmm. Now, so that's just my little three cents. Now look, like it was something I kind of I was I was thinking about. Now the other day, you know, on Instagram, I posted about like in regards to like a first date, like who should plan the first date. So like who like mm-hmm. do you think a man should plan the first date one hundred percent of the time? Like especially now in like the coronavirus mm-hmm. world we live in now, I feel like to have a man plan a date one hundred percent, it shouldn't be like that because like it's things now that she may like to do. That may not be an mm-hmm. option right now because of like shutdowns and you know things like that. So like, how would one mm-hmm. go about planning a first date right now in today's climate today? Okay, so you uh, your question is almost like threefold. So I'm mm-hmm. gonna kind of break it down. So mm-hmm. the answer to your first question to the man be 100 percent responsible in the age of COVID. My answer would be yes, uh, more so because. Um, it will show that you have the ability to be a leader. If a woman is looking for a man to kind of lead her, if, then yes. Or, I mean, if, if, or, that will, okay, that would be my answer for me. But for women who... Does that make him a leader, though? Pro- Does that... That's to make him a, it doesn't automatically make him a leader, but it shows he has uh, at least the ability to take the first step, right? Mm-hmm. Um, however, if a woman is showing interest in a... It's like if a woman who is typically supposed to be sought after is, is making, is showing interest in a man and um, she's suggesting things and he is not showing interest. It would also be hard on a woman to kind of like put herself out there to, you know, be played too. Like, damn, like, I, agree. I would like to do this, but, you know, a man is also like, he should, he's so remote. Like, you know, he only want to chase me a little bit. So it's like, it's <laughs> 
it's kind of hard. I like that's why I think people should like communicate those things. Um, that's the key right there. That's the key word, communicate. Yeah, because it's like you have to have an ex, like for for a date. It's like to get to that part, they have to have been communicated. And it's mm-hmm. like if you guys have um, an interest in each other, and that has been communicated, then somebody, regardless of who bring it up to discuss it man or a woman and then you should get your amens or like nah I'm good like you should you should feel, feel that I mean, because like, like it's so many men out here who plan first dates, but like their only intention is to is to um is to fuck the woman. So like, I feel like planning a pl- so I feel like planning a first date Niggas doesn't mean real though. That's the thing. What you mean? In what kind of way? Because I mean, like a lot I mean, of women don't like, keep okay, it real me, too. I'm saying okay, I'm saying niggas, men, women, both of like people just have to be honest, bro. I don't know why it's so hard for people to be real and be honest. If your intention is to just fuck, cool. Let me know. Let me know right now, so I have like, all right, you think about this. Do I? I mean, you right, but that's not how it goes. Like most of the time, that's not how right. it goes. You know, like everybody gonna put up this fake facade, this illusion, and then like once the guy gets the mm-hmm. pussy, then it's like he gonna switch up, he gonna change, and he gonna he gonna move the fuck on. So I feel like because like it's guys that just want to fuck that playing great first dates, and then once they get the pussy, it's but, like he gone. Well, I don't even know. Let me be real with you. I'm, I'm gonna be completely honest. I I didn't really know what dating meant until like this. Year. I'm 28 years old, and so uh, I so this question is kind of odd. It's like it shouldn't be that deep. Like have you? Because I'm thinking like if people want to, I, I guess to me, date a date could mean me going. To the park. <laughs> a no, date that's a date. That, that's a date. Like that qualifies as a date. Like going to the park. Anything. Really. don't have that much. But, so it ain't that deep, my nigga. It's just like you so say, you want to go hang out? Yes or no? Period. All right. Now, now where y'all go and hang out? That should be like somebody should think of something and suggest it. Right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Do you? Would you like to do this? No. Nah, all right. Cool. Do you have any suggestions? Right? Then you, you, you throw that question back to the person where if you don't want to do this. What do you suggest? Right? That's called communication. Grown people try to communicate. Mm-hmm. Especially even our age group. At one point, we didn't have cell phones. No. We used to like <laughs> talk on the phone, write letters to one another. Y'all remember that shit? I Go do. I mean, but times change. Like, to me, those were like the best days. Like, talking on the phone. Like, best I remember days. back in the day, like, like, four I, like hours. <laughs> I used to be on the phone like four o'clock in the morning, man. <laughs> Like those are the days I miss. I remember it was, it was one time like in high school, like I like I called up my girlfriend back at the time at like ten o'clock and I spoke to her mm-hmm. to about six o'clock. I went to sleep for twenty mm-hmm. minutes. I had to get right back up and take my ass to school. And you had the best day, huh? You had the best <laughs> energy that day, huh? You was like, Oh, I bet you so good, huh? I, I mean, hell you yeah. Hell I know, yeah. I know that's why I said back Man, then, like, like those, those was the best days. You know, I felt like relationships mm-hmm. actually meant something back then. Now it's just like it's self-centered on both Dang. parts. Like it's just, mm-hmm. it's not the same. Like so much changed to where it's like I feel like is dating even worth it anymore? Yeah, absolutely. Because not every because you're speaking from I think your audience, like uh, mm-hmm. you know, they got algorithms, right? So you're dealing with people who are hot, like high school, college age, and age kids uh, who yeah. haven't quite figured themselves out, right? It's like they're basing dating off of what they see on, in the music videos, on TV, it, I, without, without 
yeah, without really getting into their own world and their reality, right? Mm-hmm. They <laughs> they just basing their life off of something fake, right? So it's gonna be fake. For a long time It's so much It's so call. much fake shit Out here man Especially now yeah. Oh my god I'd be tired of it man But like Of course I gotta pay attention to it You know Just so like right. I can stay up to date But I hate all the fake shit Out here You know like like It's, it's woman- exhausting In real life it's, it's exhausting. Real very. life is if you have to if you know yourself and you have to go out and deal with the world, that shit is exhausting. Mm-hmm. It's exhausting. It really is because you're like, ooh, child, baby, I feel your energy <laughs> and it's too much for me, honey. Got me by hold on, hold on, but look, but look, speaking of dating, like in 2020 today, like being a woman you are now, like how can a guy go about getting your attention? Like how can a man, you know, attract you? Like speaking for you in particular. How can they attract me by knowing themselves and having their life together all the way and not carrying any baggage and drama from their past? Um, what do you mean? What do you mean baggage? Like baggage? Like how? Like mental like, baggage? Kids? Triplets? Or some like shit? if somebody hurt you, if somebody hurt your feelings. <laughs> you know, I don't care if you were three years old, my nigga. If they hurt you last year. If they hurt you, just say, you still dealing with it? I need you to go and deal with that. Forgive those people, then come holler at me. Mm-hmm. Like, I need you to be all the way. I just, I just want, I, I want to be an asset to you and for you to be the a, a asset to me. Mm. Like, I don't want to, I don't want to carry none of your, your, like, of course, like, if you are having trouble with something, I'm here for you, of course. But any past pain that somebody else calls, if that makes not it make it makes a lot of sense. Yeah, before you come to me, because I don't want you to display any hurt and pain, inflict hurt and pain upon me because of what somebody else did to that you haven't dealt with. Yeah, I so, don't do that because then that's gonna attack to me, and then I'm gonna be like, "What the fuck?" Uh-uh. And now my energy is good. <laughs> hold on, look. So, like, I know a woman to thinking. So, like, what about looks? Like, does looks matter to you? Mm-hmm. Like, is looks number mm-hmm. one? You say yes. Oh, I'm a. Yeah, yes, looks are important. Uh, when I was young and dumb, I used to think that wasn't important. <laughs> like, oh, it just give me. Well, I didn't think I deserved somebody who I was attracted to. Let me be honest. Let's say that. Why? Um, did you feel ugly back then? Like, did you feel like you weren't attractive or not up to par back yeah, then? Yeah, like, you know, yeah, kids were cool, you know. Uh, <laughs> I was, they used to call me all type of shit, but and then I realized they just was jealous because they said something in me. And I ain't see it in myself yet because I didn't own it. I didn't mm. own my quote-unquote flaws. And so when I start to own my flaws and I saw my greatness, I'm like, oh, shit, I've been having this whole fucking time. These folks are just jealous. Just for let, me stop, let me stop. But no, um, yeah, when I was uh, growing up, I didn't I didn't see myself as beautiful. Like, there were people who told me, but, like, I, I like my mom, and not just my mom, but other other people and I just didn't believe it and I, I didn't want to believe it from a man mm-hmm. because I would think they would take advantage of me, right? I just mm. was like, no. So it was hard dealing with like low self-esteem and just, I just figured if a guy was just nice, that was good enough. But then like, I dealt with that shit and in fact, no, you got to be attracted to that person. Like, period. Now, like, like with, the, with the world being the way it is, you know, where like everybody always talk about black and white, like would you date a white guy or like does your... Nah. 
<laughs> Damn, nah, I'm black. you ain't waste black. no time. Period. So, oh, whoa, 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 nah. So look, nah, 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 nah. We're not gonna, we're not gonna skip that because I see, I see a lot of women that say that, and then next year they went, they went, you know, Michael, a white, a white motherfucker out of nowhere. Lord because, Jesus, no, no, because no, no, you never know. Tomorrow Monday, oh, tomorrow's right. Monday. You're right. Tomorrow, Monday, you might you might walk into that courthouse and you never know. You might meet a white guy with all the like with with every single quality of the man you desire. You never know. If that, if that happens, I'm gonna bless your soul with a thousand dollars tomorrow. <laughs> if a white nigga come up to me and me all because that's it would be amazing because my heart does not desire a white man and God's not gonna give me something I didn't desire. So I don't know. But if that happens, I'm giving you a rap. Off top, that's my word. Woo! That's we go see. I, I might be. I might be a thousand dollars richer tomorrow. I, got, I can cash that check. <laughs> I, I might be a thousand dollars richer tomorrow, man. <laughs> All right, so you look. Tune in a seat. <laughs> <laughs> but look, the last, the last thing I want to ask you. So, like, I think it's next week sometime. Like, there's a versus battle. The battle, like, I'm excited. Keisha Cole versus Ashanti. Who you got in that battle? Ooh. I gotta choose. You said who? Yeah. Wow! I, I, mean, I have to choose. I mean, because like, like in my head, off the top, now, I mean, of course, I say Ashanti. You know, when I, when like, when I look yeah. at, when, like, when I think about her hits, and like, of course, so you know, when she factor in, you know, the hit singles she had with Fat Joe, with Murder Inc., with Ja Rule, with Lloyd, ja it's gonna be yes. tough. I mean, but you but but I feel like I feel like Keisha, I feel like Keisha Cole got some shit too. I feel like Keisha Cole got some slept on shit. I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with uh, Ashanti. All right, so look, so if they got 20 rounds, like like what do you think it's gonna be? Like you got Ashanti like killing her like 15 to five or some shit, or do you give Keisha Cole? You know, maybe she got a little more, you know, juice in her in her so arsenal. Here's the thing, to be honest, all right, Keisha Cole, and, and, and there's gonna be some women and men, queens and divas in mm-hmm. between. Uh, I'm not gonna agree with my statement, but I really care. So, Keisha Cole has great songs, but she's not a great vocalist to me, right? I think Ashanti's voice is a little bit more pleasant to deal with. So if Keisha Cole come out with something new that I'm not familiar with, I might not have the patience to listen to it. Mm-hmm. Like like that song Love, right, that she came out with. Yeah. Ooh, I can remember back in the project of singing that song hard. It's a beautiful <laughs> song. But her voice is kind of annoying. Don't don't you know? do that. Nah, love was my shit. I mean, I, I remember. Nah. That's my shit too. I'm not. Well, I'm, so that's something you're Let it go with Lil Kim oh, and Missy damn. Elliott. Ooh, 
Nah, she got some. She got some I shits. I, I changed my mind. I should have cheated. Nah, she got some hits. Nah. Nah, nah. Cause like after Damn. after after looking right now, I That's feel like. It's gonna be tough. I remember. Nah, damn. Nah, she got shit. some shit. Hey, how, how you tune into that? The versus shit. I don't have you know. You, is you, that on Instagram? Like it's on IG. <laughs> on. You got Apple Music or you don't got Apple Music? I don't have. Lord, I'm not gonna tell the people. Yeah, I got the Apple Music, baby. <laughs> don't be lying now. Don't be. Li- <laughs> nah, nah. I think it's I on. Apple, it's on Apple like, Music. Like, like, like I know you can watch it on Apple IG, but like. I know you can watch it on IG, but like on IG, like the shit be skipping, the shit be all cluttered and shit, so it be tough on there. But hold on, hold on. I don't watch that. All right, hold up. So like the last thing I'm gonna ask you real quick. So juvenile, juvenile, wait, is he from New Orleans, right? Juvenile. He's from New Orleans. You said yeah. Yes, he's from New Orleans. Uh, nigga, everybody knows you were from the school. Right, nah, don't hype it up like juvenile. Some, you know, ju- juvenile ain't Jay Z. Don't uh, do that. Everybody, don't do that. Perfect. Stop. Yeah, you're right. They're not. They're not the same at all. So, like, if you had to pick somebody to go up against juvenile, who would you pick? Off the top of your head. Ooh, Since you're from dead. New Orleans, let's end it on the New Orleans question. So just swim, but he's dead. Somebody really. <laughs> I know, nigga, dead. We can resurrect him again. Uh, maybe, maybe I could, maybe I could do it. Like, what, what are you going? What are you going to battle with hologram? Nah, we not doing that. <laughs> <laughs> nah, they, they, they be doing the hologram shit now, so you never know. Wait, wait, wait. Let me think. So I love money bag, yo. You know, oh, nah. Man, I, f- just, I feel like that'd be a man, wash. Money so bag, yo. Mm-mm, yeah, I know. Mm-mm. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's tough because, like, because like juvenile got hits, but I, f- I feel like I feel like he don't got twenty. I feel like he don't got twenty songs he could play. Juvenile? I mean, I mean, I mean, maybe for you because like like you're from there, but like speaking for oh, someone yeah, from New right. York oh, City yeah, is yeah. different. Yeah, yeah, because like he's local, to, like he's you know, local to you. What you're not about to do. Look, you from New York and all that shit, but you're not about to do. It's gonna play New Orleans broadcast. Oh, nah, nah. I'm, uh, wait, let me just say this. Let me put this out there for the record. What pisses me off about these, these new wave of artists, they be sampling New Orleans music so 100%. much. 100%. And niggas don't even know. Like City Girls, I was, they was on the Horrible Decision podcast. Uh, and the, the chicks was trying to ask them, like, yeah, y'all know who was on that, that beat when they said, I got a new boy and a nigga trade. It was like, no, we don't even know who that is. I'm like, y'all don't fucking know Magnolia started. Like, they didn't know the sample? They didn't know the sample? Man, no. It was like, no, we were just on Drake. Like, they just, it just, it just, it insults me, bruh. Like, like, y'all don't even know who y'all sampling. I, I mean, but that's the way it is. Cause like, like if you go back to last week, where, where Young Thug was talking about, I think he was on Ti's podcast and he was like brushing off Andre three thousand. So you right, like it's a disconnect between like the current generation and the ones that paved the way. And like, I don't understand why it is mm-hmm. because, like you said, like they sample like half of the shit that come out now is samples from old shit. Like R and B is samples, yep. the rap is samples. Mm-hmm. So, but they don't take mm-hmm. the time to step to like step back and and educate themselves on the past. This shit is right. crazy. And, and a lot of the music here in New Orleans is underground. It's like, y'all using me, like these local artists, music, like, you know, Big Frida. And it, I don't know, man. You're just wild. And I don't crazy. know. That's shit. <laughs> that shit fucked up. But I mean, I'm not going to hold you up. I know you got to go eat. Like, I, like, I, I, eat. I still, I still, yeah, you, you ain't eat yet? I ain't. 
<laughs> Man, I got some leftover curry from last night. It's Sunday. I've been I've been in the bed all day, not doing shit. My son in the room somewhere. I, Jordan, come here. Oh Lord, nah, nah. He gonna say he gonna say what up. <laughs> then I'm gonna get out of here because I don't want him to hear too much. Jordan, come here. <laughs> he gonna say what up? Yeah, come here. Jordan, I have a cousin named Jordan. Say what up? Shout out what to up? Jordan who going to Grambling. What's up, Jordan? Hey. Oh, he sound cute. Uh, go back he in the room. Go, go in the room, Jordan. <laughs> <laughs> go in the room. We're not going to do that. I may got to hire you. I may got to hire you against you. We're not doing that shit. <laughs> hey, but like you said, like you said in the beginning, the words expressed right now, you off the clock. You not on the clock. <laughs> My name is Isabella. <laughs> All right. I'm going to call you back. <laughs> Have a good one. All right, you too. <laughs> oh, man. I hope you guys enjoyed that conversation, man. That was a dope-ass conversation. That is the John. I think I, I know I'm going to fuck up her last name, but I'm going to include her IG link in the bio of this podcast. You guys can hit up. You know, if, if you're in New Orleans and you need somebody to step in, you need a criminal defense attorney who got your back. You need a defense attorney who going to look out for you, who going, you know, who just going to represent you. You guys can hit up, man. But again, this is episode 54, Lunchroom Chatter Podcast. We out this motherfucker, man.